Welcome back, everybody, to Your Friends Suck, the podcast where we talk about all the things that your friends that, well, frankly, suck don't want to talk about. Uh, Last week, we had a giveaway that we were doing, and we had so many people enter uh, to win. Incredible turnout, yeah. It's incredible. The highest in American history ever um, of entries for a giveaway. So we do have five winners that we are super excited to get to see this movie um to kind of have a covid friendly at home movie night so Liz is going to read off their instagram handles this feels very like award showy like i need to mm-hmm. open up an envelope but exactly what um, this is <laughs> okay um so our five winners are um and these are their instagram handles they know who they are it's spence 1015 uh t lady katie one shoe seth Samantha Steph underscore and Stacey Flores one. So if that's your name or your Instagram <laughs> handle, send us that's- a DM and we will give you the code and you will watch the movie spontaneous. Super fun. Well, congrats everyone. Thanks so much for interacting uh, on social media and entering to win. Um, and now enjoy this week's episode. Yeah. Your friends suck. Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Your Friends Suck with Alyssa and Marissa. Yes, we are just feeling vibrant and excited this week, yes. aren't we, Liz? We feel like that TikTok video of the guy going on a skateboard, drinking huh? some cranberry. Have you not seen that? I have. It would back. Honestly, that is like the vibe I just want to have for the rest of my life. That's what we have for the rest of 2020 is us on a skateboard, sitting at Fleetwood Mac, drinking cranberry juice. And also, it almost seems like that song is superimposed over him, but then he starts mouthing the words. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, like he's he into it. Yeah, he's listening. He's feeling Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Can I, I could only like could hope to be at that level, honestly. That's my aspiration in life is to be at that level. I don't know how I will get there or what tangible things I can do. First of all, I'll probably learn to skateboard. Yeah. That's no. one. What better motivation to be able to live up to him? Yes. My 2021, oh my gosh, that sounds crazy to say. My 2021 New Year's resolution is going to be to skateboard, I suppose. Deal. I'll learn with yeah. you. Perfect. And all the words to Fleetwood Mac songs. Oh, I already got that though. Okay, well, I'm a different, I'm a different Also, person. side note, did you, you listen to Spotify, right? Yeah. Okay, so they did this thing where it was like you can compare what you listen to regularly um, to other like famous, like not everyone, but like random famous people. Yeah. Can? Uh-huh. How? I don't That's know. Exciting. It, it alerted me. Um, oh, dang it. Well, I'll have to look into it. But the person that I was the most in common with... No. <laughs> ...was Kevin from The Office. <gasps> the chili guy. Wow. You don't watch it, so you don't know. I don't but have any idea. <laughs> the reason... he Listen to this, though. The reason... <sighs> we have a 78% alike yeah. style. Because we both listen to The Lumineers, Neil Diamond, <laughs> Tiny Dancer by Elton John, and Billie Eilish. <laughs> Oh my god oh my god that's funny yeah so I wish I, I didn't get alerted to me i want that i'll send it to you we'll put in a link okay. if everyone else is interested um, yeah, i want to know what flipping character i'm but it's not like. a lot of people it's like 
Conan O'Brien. It's like, I think it's like podcasters. It's supposed to like. Oh, okay. But what's that one chick from TikTok? Um, the one that hangs out with Kourtney Kardashian. She's on there. Oh, oh. Addie. Oh, a. Addison. 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 Yeah. We are hip and cool. We know that stuff. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that. Dang, I want to see what mine would be. That's fun. Okay, um, cool. Hopefully other people can. I'll post mine on our Instagram once we figure it out. That's what we'll yeah, do no. next week. So everyone yeah. can judge me in my One Direction freaking playlist. Ugh. And I probably is what I was going <gasps> to. Leave me alone. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did get into Harry Styles, though. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. That's like a, the adult version that's acceptable for us to be into. And you're just can't, not. I okay. just can't help that I'm still stuck in 2013. So, I mean, whatever you need to cope, you know? You love what you love. And that's just, it is what it is. Love is love. You know? uh, is love. So, oh, um, what's new in the world at this time? <laughs> well, not even world, just America. <laughs> like that it was like, love is love. Okay, let's talk about the dumpster fire. <laughs> just a roller coaster, you know? Uh, yes. Started up high and we just oh. steep hill down. Since we talked last, uh, there has been a debate and there's a lot we could say about the debate. We're not probably going to get into it right now, but it, it would was, be the entire episode if yeah. I did. It was rough to watch, just at least. It was infuriating. Infuriating. I was getting so pissed off. It was tough. It was tough to watch. Um, since then, though, <laughs> the president of the United States has been tested positive for COVID and currently is being flown to a hospital because he's now starting to show minor symptoms. But he's good. Um, he's good. He's in good spirit. Just goes to show that a virus does not care about who you are. And even yep. the most protected person in the United States not be protected if you don't take precautions. So but not that they don't take precautions, but... That it's real. It's real. <laughs> Apparently it that real. was up for a debate, and hopefully this will. Um, now it is a not. Yeah. And <laughs> real quick, I, we can keep this in or not. I saw a tweet that literally said, like, um, because this disease came from Wuhan, can we charge China with an attempted assassination on the president now that he has it? I'm not even kidding. It was a verified account, Marissa. <laughs> We are in fucking. We Black are Mirror. in. Yeah, some weird. It's like really weird when you see like a random brand like tweet something controversial. Yeah. They're like, like the president, like I'm just saying, a very important political figure could tweet like, I love, uh, uh, I love Hydro Flask. Hydroflask could literally quote tweet it and be like, we do not love this person or support this person. You're like, ah! Yeah, no, they're getting like, sassy. Some sort of like shady drag like tweet back and you're like, oh my gosh. Like, it's crazy to me though that uh, so a couple of years ago, everybody's like, social media influencers shouldn't be political. Products and brands shouldn't be political or take stands or like blah, blah, blah. Uh, you should. Yeah. Thing is, thing is is people buy into things that have morals and things that you also believe in and stand for something that you believe in so like yeah you you should dude i'm not even kidding um ben and jerry's if you're listening 
I, after all that stuff, like I knew that they were like hella into like Black Lives Matter, like reform, all that. But when all this started going down and they like took a hard stand, Damned. I went to the grocery store and I bought five, <laughs> I, five. I had other options, but I said, no, no. No, no. Ben and Jerry's are my mans. Never and, again. Yeah. Only Haven't Ben and Jerry. We only know those two men. That's it. Even though I almost said Tom and Jerry at the beginning. <laughs> three <Just> wise men. <laughs> three wise men. <laughs> Yeehaw. Um, Yeehaw. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so, like, yeah, no, I agree. And then also Dave's Killer Bread. Have you ever had that? Not. Um, well, it's the only bread you're going to buy now. Uh, it's, okay. Well, it was good already. But they also have this whole thing on the back of or on the side of their um, bread bag. Um, <laughs> container if you will that um explains that they hire um ex-inmates i believe okay. don't quote me it's something like that something dope that wonder is not doing so yeah. or i get you freaking um nature valley or whatever yeah. <laughs> nature valley <laughs> <like> bar <laughs> oh god not cheese it's like you just start naming things right um yeah it's just it's it's sorry like we're just open and transparent and we're gonna talk about it and please cut this part out we're gonna start that again uh yeah they just a lot has transpired since last time we talked hopefully you all enjoyed us being absolute dumbies and not knowing who wrote the constitution or the bill of rights or literally anything i need to go back to high school and read a book i think it was a wake-up call for sure (laughs) it was for sure i think i need to start doing some like basic algebra problems because my brain has basically turned to nothing nope my brain said i made a deal i said if we can get through all of these math classes that you gotta take (laughs) then we can stop and then it it we both stood true to that promise because I can't do <laughs> math for shit. Absolutely. Yeah, my brain was like, X equals Y? Absolutely not. We don't know what any of that the math and letters, that's too confusing. Never again. It was like, do we really need this? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it kind of just pushed anything I learned in high school out of my brain pretty much, I mm-hmm. think. So this is it's not a great place to be, but hopefully you all learned something and now have fun facts to just keep in your back pocket because <sighs> hopefully, you know, basically, hopefully our embarrassment was for something, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Like, would love if that kind of was a wake up call for you, too. And you were like, actually, I should know a little bit more because I didn't know these things or... Maybe just in general, next time you hear something on the news that applies to that, you'll know when AOC is up for re-election or mm-hmm. anyone else mm-hmm. that's dope like her. So how do we transition to this week's topic, you may ask? By doing the only thing I know how to do and just throwing it out there and hope it sticks. This week we're talking about personality tests. Our favorite. What better like way it? to try to understand your mind than to psychoanalyze it with questions you answer? Hey, what better way to understand other people and how to better communicate them, especially when you disagree, than this? Yeah, what better way to find out that you share an Enneagram with Donald Funking Trump? Oh! <laughs> Not the proudest <gasps> moment. Oh. The bad name for the eights. It's a bad name for the eights. I mean, here's the thing, though. When you said that, there is pieces that I can, like, understand how connected. Not like... Shots fired. But 
okay, we'll get to it. You know, yeah, we'll just yeah, yeah, get yeah. to it. So we're going to talk about personality tests uh, this week. Alyssa's going to kind of explain. Do you want to explain the different ones we're going over really quick? Yeah. So uh, what we have decided, obviously, there's a lot. There is like your color, your aura, um, your feng shui, whatever. But we are going to be going over love languages, Myers-Briggs, Enneagram. Um, and then if we're feeling crazy, maybe a little Hogwarts house action. Oh, exciting. You love to or see we might We may save that for another episode, depending on how long it takes us to get through these. So don't get too excited about Hogwarts house. Although I feel as if you could probably guess at least Alyssa's. Maybe. I feel like mine's unexpected. Oh, no, for sure. I, I thought okay. I had yours in the bag and I did not. Sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> if we get a little crazy and we're feeling a little frisky, we'll get to that one at the end. Unless unless we could make a whole episode on Hogwarts House, which I'm sure you are still reading. Harry Listen, Potter? I am. I'm on book five. I'm almost done with it. Um, <sighs> if, you, you. If, you, if any of you come for me with spoilers, I purposely dismiss the entire book and movie series out of my head so that I could enjoy this with no memory. Um <laughs> And I will never forgive you if you try to spoil anything for it. But yeah, no, 100%. Once I'm done reading, we're about to, we're going to dive into it. Maybe do like a movie series. Perfect. I can, how about you finish the books? I'll just watch all of the movies and we can compare notes. Sounds perfect. (laughs) Perfect. So let's go through love language first, since that's the first one you said. Yeah. Perfect. So with love languages, uh, there's five different types, and it's basically ways that people can receive or give love to someone else. Um, Types are receiving gifts, acts of service, words of affirmation, quality time, and physical touch. Um, So Alyssa and I both know what our love languages are, but Alyssa, how do you think that this is something that is useful to know about other people in your life? Slash, like, do you implement this in any way in your... Yeah, um, 100% uh, for every relationship in my life, honestly. Like, once you figure that out, it's almost freeing. Like, for example, you know, I know my mom, her love language, number one, probably the highest set of all of them is quality time. Like, that's all she cares about. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, when my sisters are stressing out, like, what gift do we get? Like, what gift do we get, mom? What do we do? How do we spend, you know, the most money to show love or what have you? Like, I, I've kind of got to this freeing part where I'm like, I'm not trying to get out of this, but like she genuinely only wants to spend like it almost sounds like a cop out. Like, no, we're good. But it's like that's what she cares about is like that's how she perceives love. And that's it's just so much easier and freeing to like learn that about people you care about and then utilizing it as opposed to trying to, you know, impose what you think shows your love. You know, I, I made Zach take it um, mm-hmm. around, around when we first started dating just so, like, I could really understand him, too, because I feel like the trap you can fall into with this kind of stuff is, like, if people have different love languages than you, then you think, you know, something's off or they don't mm-hmm. care about me or, um, you know, whatever you're doing, they're not responding. And it's mm-hmm. not because they don't like you or they don't care about you, but it's because that's just genuinely not how they perceive it. So, yeah. Do you usually, 
It's usually however the person likes who or best understands receiving love is how they show it to other people. Mm -hmm. So if they don't know what that means to you, it's difficult for them to interpret it that way, I suppose. So I think it's really helpful, especially for someone you're dating, for you to be on the same page of like, hey, I don't necessarily care about gifts, but like these are the things that are important to me and vice versa for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you can be like perfect match for somebody, but you still don't show love in the same way. But also I think like you said, you had mentioned that one of your friends, like you don't buy them. Well, you said your mom, but like you, your friends, you don't buy a gift for you do like an activity or something with them because they value that more. Um, It definitely helps, especially like if you know that somebody's love language is words of affirmation, like you know a bit more about like, okay, I don't need to necessarily like plan a whole lunch date with this person or like uh, spend a bunch of time doing something for them or buying them a gift. Maybe just texting them and saying like, hey, you are important. You're doing a great job, blah, 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 is something that they need to hear and will make them feel important and loved. Hey, Marissa. Huh? You're important and you're doing a good (laughs) job. You know what? Words of affirmation is also one of my bottom ones. <laughs> Should we go over what ours are? Do you not yeah, want to get into it? I mean, it? okay. it's not super vulnerable. Like, especially with mine, like, bring on the gifts. That's what my... <laughs> Alyssa last week goes, I'm not getting vulnerable. And I, she goes, I'm not going to share. And I was like, okay, for sure. Like I will be super vulnerable if that's what it takes. But I was just like, I don't know. She wants to share her love language. <laughs> I'll be fake vulnerable. Okay. But like my love languages are important because my what? lowest one is physical touch. Please do not touch me. Do not think <laughs> a hug is something I want. It is not. It makes me uncomfortable. So like sometimes this stuff's important because you got to like let people know. So I guess as I've already revealed two of mine, then I can just go first. So um, I forgot this. I went and looked. Um, so actually phys- or receiving gifts isn't my number one, number one. It's actually tied um, with quality time, which I could see that. Um, I'm more receiving gifts 100%. And also, I feel like I need to set the record straight. People here receiving gifts, they think, oh, she just like likes when people give her things. And that's not necessarily true. Um, that's not just my words. That's like actual people who study this. Um, it's like, it's the act, like it could literally be something that costs $0, but it's, it's the thought. Like, I hate when I get gift cards. I hate when, you know, people just like answer whatever, give me, you know, money. Like it doesn't mean anything to me. There's no effort there. So like, I don't like that kind of stuff. I like, oh, I saw this in a shop and it was 50 cents, but like, it made me think of you. That's the kind of stuff that I enjoy anyway um and then next um after receiving gifts and quality time is acts of service words of affirmation and then again physical touch please do not touch me i will say again are you surprised by any of those for me or actually no i think yours are pretty (laughs) spot on i mean i think what's funny is like i feel like mine do not reflect Ah, I guess my top one just doesn't reflect my friendships and my relationships with like family members. It's strictly like intimate, like romantic partners, but like all of mine other makes sense. But yeah, I think that makes sense. I mean, I'm 
or miss on giving gifts sometimes mm-hmm. so it's tough ones that's important to somebody because i'm like sometimes <laughs> i'm like ah i got this and then like once i'm like oh shoot i forgot that i bought them that and i hope yeah. they still like that like i don't know so yeah i i, I gotta focus on that gift giving a little bit more <laughs> but, but no this is all an elaborate ploy for me to tell you that you step up your gift game 100 <laughs> i get it do you think it's yours you said words of affirmation is low on yours right yeah I think that is <laughs> a little vulnerable, but I, I feel like I just don't trust people. Obviously I don't want to get vulnerable oh, with random. So I don't always take it as uh, not necessarily true. I just don't know how to handle compliments. They like make me uncomfortable. I don't know how to respond. And mm-hmm. then, you know, other times I think it's just bullshit. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay, sure. So I, yeah. I think that's why it just, I mean, probably if I, worked on that then it would be a higher one but no I totally get it I think yeah they just make me feel uncomfortable <laughs> okay okay so I'll let you be actually <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna go be, cry I anyway. made Alyssa be five percent vulnerable so now she's gonna spiral <laughs> for the rest of the night anyway let's get into yeah, mine. I am. uh so my top one is actually physical touch that's wild to me then it's quality time acts of service words of affirmation and receiving gifts so we are like our our first and our last are flipped which is funny no for sure um so what's funny is like i don't i don't hug my friends really yeah and i'm not like one of those people that are like oh yeah they're just like touchy like that like i will touch people like as like a way to be comforting but it's Mm -hmm. only with romantic partners like it's like I want to be sitting close to them or I want to be like physically touching them at some point or like in a grocery store I will be touching them almost the entire time it's like a comfort (laughs) it's like a comfort thing almost of like safety like more than anything yeah um it's not necessarily like oh I need you to hug and kiss me and hold my hand I like the holding hand thing kind of I don't know seems a little juvenile to me sometimes but like you just want to feel like you want to know they exist physically correct physically yeah. like present um they're not a ghost <laughs> they're not a ghost. <laughs> sometimes it gets I mean you guys heard two episodes ago it gets a little confusing if they are or not I don't really know sometimes yeah uh <laughs> so then uh quality time is my second one and um, one of the things that like when I took it again, it was saying like, not necessarily just being present. Like I am so, and honestly, when we go through the other ones, the love languages play into my Myers-Briggs big time. Like yeah. it's specifically mentioned in my Myers-Briggs that like physically touching someone is important to me. Like, which is very strange that like, I don't know. I thought it was weird that like the Myers-Briggs specifically said that, yeah. um, quality time isn't just like sitting around I'm totally chill with just like not having any plans and spending time with somebody and it's also like exploring each other's hobbies so like getting to do something with them that they like and then doing something with me that I necessarily like um is something that like I value a lot would you say like just the effort like I care about you this much that I'm trying to Yeah. yeah oh yeah like I will always like be like oh I suck at this thing but I will do it and be present with you because you care about it yeah um yeah like I will always do stuff like that even if it's like my friends and stuff and I think that's the quality time with my friends is like one of those things especially in like the pandemic Mm, yeah there's you don't we're not hugging we're not like (laughs) like if you get if you get to like spend any time with anybody like that's it's big right now so like yeah I feel like that's my friends one is and my family one is just like quality time um but acts of service 
I I honestly think this one should be a little bit higher than it was percentage wise, mm-hmm. but I think it's because it was paired up against like physical touch the and quality ones. time ones. Yeah. So much that like um because if someone puts gas in my car or like <laughs> even like reminds me to do that, huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like be like, "Hey, you d- this light bulb was out and you haven't gone and bought one yet, so I just went and bought it." Huge. Huge. And I almost think it's like t- in my mind is like tied with quality. No, it's probably not. It's probably still third. But like it's something that like I'm like, "Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so much." Like I don't know, but um Words of affirmation is also low on mine. <laughs> Do you think for the same reason as me or? Or for a similar reason, yeah. I think that, hmm, I don't know. I feel like words of affirmation is a tough one to come off genuine. Yeah. And, it, and, and I know you say like you don't trust people. I think it's th- it's not that I don't trust people. It's that it comes off cheesy sometimes. And that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, no. It's like when somebody's like love language is words of affirmation, they're like, oh my God, you are doing so great. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> it makes me feel uncomfortable because I'm like, this is so cheesy. Why is this happening? I don't know. Yeah. I think that's where it kind of gets me a little bit. And that's why, like, and I don't, I think when I text my friends or tell my friends, like, hey, you are doing awesome. Like, thank you so much for this, this, and this, it comes off very genuine because I don't give that out very often oh for sure no anytime you compliment me I'm like ooh. like I again not a big <laughs> words of affirmation but I'm like oh I, I'm fucking killing the game I guess like yeah. <laughs> look it just means something different because I'm just like not I don't do I don't give out people compliments like super freely I yeah. guess it's not very okay it doesn't come naturally to me like there is some people I work with a girl who is the best at giving compliments it does not come off cheesy it comes off so genuine she'll be like oh my god I absolutely love your outfit today and you're like oh my god thank you it's so nice but it's so rare to find somebody that it's like that it's it's a talent truly yeah no for sure um and then receiving gifts is my last (laughs) (laughs) i like well i think it's a couple of things one i i set myself up in my brain when someone's like i got you a gift or i have a surprise for you i automatically like I have to react now and I have to react mm, in the correct way like an expectation. Yes. And I don't ever know what the right answer to that is. And so it like psychs me out. And I think yeah. that's the thing about gifts that I don't like. I'm like, Oh, I just, if it's like an amazing gift, you will never know by my face. Yeah. Like, I, you won't like one time. <laughs> I have no idea if you will ever hear this one time. One of my friends, I had like kept reposting this, this, this local store was giving away an iPad. My computer was like literally dying at that time. So I was like, Oh my God, I could use this for all these things that I was using my computer for because I was not in school anymore. So I didn't really need my laptop. And I was like, Oh, that'd be so nice to like have. Like, so I kept reposting and be like, Oh my God, maybe I'll win. Who knows? One of my friends ended up winning it, which was crazy. I was like, Oh my God, that's so exciting. Like, that's crazy that you like shared it and won it or whatever. Yeah. And then he ended up giving it to me. Oh, so <laughs> nice. I like shut down when he gave it to me. Like I, <laughs> I like I said no. Over. <laughs> like, I'm giving it to you, and I was like no. And he's like <laughs> I lit. I literally have an iPad. Like I'm giving it to. I was like uh uh-uh, uh no, you're not. And then like I took it home because he's like you're taking it home. So I took it home. I started sobbing, and I was like he didn't have to give it. But I it's because I was like I don't know how to react in this moment. 
Like, yeah. like my emotions were like two at a hundred percent, and then it like glitched. It like paused all of my emotion because I like couldn't figure out what to do. It was like, oh no, 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 no. You cannot cry in front of people right now. Hold yeah. it together. So then like I didn't know how to react. <laughs> it I couldn't react until I was not in front of them anymore. I get that. Um, really bad at receiving gifts. So really it's like I hate Christmas. It's not that I don't hate Christmas. It's that I feel such pressure to give a reaction over and over and over again. It stresses me out. That sounds people pleasery. Oh, which a hundred (laughs) percent is a hundred percent that. Oh, yeah, it's tough. You know, it's really tough out here sometimes when your last love language is giving gifts and other people give you gifts. What up? Yeah. No, and, like, kind of with you, like, it's good to know this stuff because, mm. like I said, like, when I was telling you previously, like, my friend, she is 100% kind of this, well, not in the same order, but, like, mm-hmm. receiving gifts is not the thing. So it's, like, whenever I'd give her one, I would stress myself out because I wanted to be perfect. And then, you know, finally I, like, I sat there racking my brain. I'm, like, she doesn't care about gifts. She's never cared about gifts. She gives <laughs> stuff away, like, literally <laughs> – me no chance yeah that so then one year for christmas i'm like i'm gonna do something like i'm gonna actually have us like we did a wine and paint class um Mm -hmm. i love that idea yes painted our dogs oh cute literally she was like that was so much fun like blah blah and it was like i like i just spent time with her and that was like what and like that's kind of when everything clicked where i'm like oh it's okay it's okay if i don't do like I still, in my mind, I still spent money or whatever, but like I did what she enjoyed and I, I still, you know, knocked it out of the park. Whereas I feel like yeah. I would rack my brain over stuff that would never matter to her, no matter how awesome the gift is. So it's kind of, it's a useful tool to have, especially if you're dating someone like to be able to, I mean, at first it is kind of uncomfortable. You kind of have to force yourself to think yeah. in a different way that you wouldn't naturally like gravitate towards. Yeah. Um, I think that definitely it it helps to show the other person like, hey, I am thinking of you and I am making a conscious effort to like express that to you in a way that hopefully you understand the best. Yeah, no. And that's what I was going to mention, too, is like once you find that out, you need to be able or willing to take those steps to like mm-hmm. give them that love language. Like if you know that their their highest thing is acts of service, it might not be yours, but like if you're in a relationship with someone, you need to take like give and take where it's like, Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the dishes because I know that's important. Not that I like doing it, but I know to them it's showing I love you or, or what have you. Huh. Dude, no, oh God, I just really love when somebody's like, Hey, you were out of dishwasher soap. So I brought you some, I'm like, Oh yeah, no, that's poetic. Marry me. <laughs> I'm here for it. I love that so much. Before we move on to the next one. I do want to say something I learned from a TikTok that's going to like blow <laughs> your mind and hopefully the mind of the listeners. Um, it said that <laughs> the reason that like your love languages are in that order based off of what you didn't receive as a child. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom will be the first person to admit she is not a hugger. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. So like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, kind of accurate, but it's like, it's not like 
anything was wrong. It's just like we didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, I wasn't trying to like it. Regardless, that's like just yeah, what they. Everyone else, pull up your childhood trauma and reflect on why <laughs> yours is receiving gifts. Because we were poor. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, and it makes sense again. Physical touch. Like my parents were very much like. We always hug. Yeah. Um, they were huggers. I'll hug my parents. So Don't funny. get me wrong. Yeah. No, very uh, like physically like, hey, you are loved, by the way. Mm-hmm. So like that makes sense why now I'm sick of it and don't want anyone to touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I I've mean, yeah, that enough of that in my childhood. As a kid, yeah, my parents weren't like super big huggers, but we did spend a lot of time together. I don't yeah. know that, like, I know that, like, I think my dad's is probably acts of service. Mm, yeah. I just feel like based on his personality, one of his top ones probably would be that, or that's how he shows it the most. I know my mom's is probably gifts. My mom, like, will lose her absolute mind if you bring her a 69-cent chocolate bar from the grocery <laughs> store. Uh, it's like hers is probably gifts. My sister couldn't tell you. Maybe physical touch, too. I don't know. She's very like, I don't know. Well, I guess Haven text me, <laughs> text me what yours is, and I can uh, we can assess. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I think I think it's the top one for sure. But like not oh, but then the other part of it well, is it doesn't is like, necessarily imply trauma. It's just like in no, general, yeah. these are basic needs that you like, need now as that a child. I'm, yeah, now that I'm like reflecting on it, I don't like <laughs> hug my friends and stuff. But I think it's more of like not trusting other people to touch me. Does that, make, does that make sense yeah like i don't i'm like like i don't like brushing into strangers at a store like i will physically even before covid i would step way out of the way yeah. to get out of somebody's way so they wouldn't have to touch me like so at any like capacity perfect, like situation for you right now yes you have to, like, oh yeah i'm like you're not even party. you don't need to yeah, like thinking about a person like in a bar trying to get past me mm, and like touching nope. me or touching my back, I would like bleh, gross. So it's like it is a trust thing of like just it's only one person. It's not even sorry, friends. <laughs> Alyssa, I don't trust you enough to hug you. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't. So okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> oh, okay, before we get too vulnerable, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, <laughs> next one. All right, so up next is Myers-Briggs. Okay. Uh, How would you explain this to somebody who maybe doesn't know exactly what it is? Actually, if we wanted to break it down. Please. um, I have um, what the letters mean, because I actually didn't understand this at first. Like, Mm -hmm. I took the test a long time ago, and I was a bunch of letters and then other people were those same letters but mixed around and I didn't get it so <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. like explain what the letters mean I'm reading this right off of something called truidity.com I don't even mm-hmm. know if I pronounced it right but I want to give cred where creds do also just realize that it's called Myers-Briggs by because of two people I'm gonna guess some type of therapist um Catherine Briggs and Isabella Myers so it was two Uh-oh. women so like hell yeah heck yeah Let's say cheers to the women. Okay. So first and foremost, uh, E or I. So extroversion or introversion. And the way that I explain it on this is how do you gain your energy? Extroverts like to be with others, gain energy from people in the environment. Introverts gain energy from alone time and needs periods of quiet reflection throughout the day. We know what those things mean. So just Mm -hmm. 
quick reminder. Next is sensing or intuition, or verse intuition. How do you collect information? Sensors gather facts from their immediate environment and rely on things they can see, feel, or hear. Intuitives look more at the overall context and think about patterns, meetings, and connections. Next is thinking versus feeling. How do you make decisions? Thinkers look more logically for correct solutions, whereas feelers make decisions based on their emotions, values, and needs of others. And then lastly, judging versus perceiving. How does this, or how do you organize your environment? Judges prefer structure and things to be clearly regulated, whereas perceivers like things to be open and flexible and reluctant to commit themselves. Sorry. So, yeah, no, literally, of all the letters, I would say my strongest is the intuition. Like, when I was reading that, like, <laughs> intuitives look for overall context and think about patterns, meanings, and connections. Me, he, uh, write that across to my arm. That is me. So, what are your first thoughts hearing them explained like that? Have you heard it explained like that? Like, uh, vaguely, but it has been a long time. Once you started saying yeah. them, I was like, oh, and mine changes. So I think that's why my Hogwarts house has changed slash it's not what you think it is because yeah. I do have one that definitely flips depending on where I am in life. And then mm. another one that will has flipped in the past. Um, wait, can you, re- have you said what yours is yet? No, not yet. Okay, will you say what yours is really quick so I can write it above what mine is? Yes, I am an ENTJ. Like, <laughs> true and true. I have taken this multiple times. I'm like, I'm a... Because it's, it's a lot. And I'm like, I've, I've done some, like, root work on myself. I'm going to retake it. Nope, I am an ENTJ. No chance at literally anything else. Do you want to know what mine is? Is it the exact opposite? It's the exact <laughs> ISFP. <laughs> opposite. Mine is the exact opposite. And I my one that flips is my F and T. So like sometimes okay. it'll be T, sometimes it'll be F. Um, when I was younger, I would always get T. Now that I'm a little bit older, I get F a lot. Um, and then my S and N has flipped before, but I think it was just the state of my life that I was in that like, it made more sense to be go based off of what I was feeling than like the tangible things around me. Um, But that's so funny that they are opposite. I mean, mine is I mean, my S was only like 51% versus 49. So like very close. And then um no, my feeling was 69. So, like, it was definitely a, a bit higher. <laughs> it was a bit <laughs> higher. Jesus. It was a bit higher than my my uh, thinking one. Well, on um, the same page. So, like, ISTP, that's a craftsperson, observant, troubleshooter, solving practical problems. And then ISFP is the composer, gentle caretaker, enjoying the moment with low-key enthusiasm. And I feel like you kind of encompass both of those. Okay, wait. I have a question, though. Where are you reading yours? Like, where did, what do you mean? Like, where am I? Because when I read ISFP, mine gives me the adventurer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're on the 16 personalities website, correct? Yes. I'm still on this truidity. It just, it instead oh, of having okay, all okay. the all that shit, it like. Gotcha. Clear cut I gotcha. Yes. To the point. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, but go on. What is yours from this? Do you know what yours is from the 16 personalities thing? Um, The commander. 
Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you're eight. Dang. Okay. For sure. I, yeah, I sound so, I don't know. I guess I am aggressive. I was going to say I sound more aggressive than I actually am, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. I would say yes. Um, <laughs> mine says <laughs> strategic leaders motivated to organize change. I think it okay, all yeah. just stems like I just don't put up with shit. And if I see something uh-huh. wrong, I'm going to say something. Or uh-huh. if I think that things can go smoother or figured out, like there's another one on here. I don't remember. We may get to it. But it basically mm-hmm. says like these types of personalities is like they don't understand like beating around the bush, which is very much yeah. me. Yeah, like say it straight. Stop wasting time trying to help everyone feel mm-hmm. good because, like, we're just gonna keep in the cycle until it eventually comes out. Yeah. So, like, I think that's where it seems so aggressive. Like, commanders are like, I have to tell myself this. Like, commanders and eights <laughs> are okay. Like, we're yeah, bad people. <laughs> no, I mean, you absolutely have to have that, or you have a bunch of other people that are just like floundering around, not able to make a decision or be assertive. So, um. <laughs> Did you have an A or a well, – shoot, what is the other option? And hmm? Mine is – so mine is specifically ISFPA, which is like oh. assertive or something. I can't remember what the other one is. I – for the 16 – on 16 personalities, my result was – I don't think it actually told me. It just says oh. either an A or a T. Yeah. I think it just does it at the very end. It just gives you, assigns you one, and mine's an A. Why are there complete opposites? So it's assertive versus something else. I can't remember what the other letter stands for. Hold on. Whatever it is, I probably am assertive. Well, you said T, right? Then it's not assertive. No, 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 mine says, mine says both. Like, it, it just says slash. Like, it didn't actually tell me. Oh. Maybe I didn't save it correctly. Hold on. Turbulent. Assertive versus turbulent. The hell so you can that? have assertive personality, and it just says calm within the storm. They learn lessons from their personal histories, but they see little purpose in entertaining um, regrets again and again. So I don't. Oh, that's, that's what it was. Is me. that I don't. I don't like uh, fester on regrets or like go back and think about regrets super often. So um, you're an a. Yes, I'm an A. A T is stress may have a bad reputation, but they use this around the world to show you how powerful um, <laughs> it can. Like it, you're, it can be a powerful motivator. Essentially, like stress can be a powerful motivator. Slash, like worrying about past mistakes can be a powerful motivator for you. Okay, then I'm 100 percent a T. Because I, I figured. I feel like we had to simply be complete opposites. So Just call me Ice T. <laughs> Tea. Jesus. <laughs> so you get it because ENTJ they're icy and then tea. No. Gross. Okay, I get it. I get it. It's just funny. Ours is so opposite. Like mine says, assertive adventurer, roles and explorer, strategy, confident individualism. As a person who's not your personality type, looking yeah. at it from an outside perspective, it's like, okay, this person likes to be around other people. They get their energy from that. Um, they are really good at like reading a room and being able to kind of uh, feel out what the energy of the room is and where they should go from there. You're making decisions based on facts or past history of things. And you're like a little bit more organized and kind of have things together. And mine's the yeah. opposite. <laughs> and mine's like, she likes to be alone. She goes based on like tangible things she can feel or touch and see. I 
and then my T and my F, mine right now, I think is like the, just the field I'm in is being like more connected to people and their emotions helps me. And that's mm-hmm. why I think, cause I can definitely be like a li- like turn that off and be more analytical and be like, okay, based on this and this, but I think it's just like, I connect with other people right now a lot. So that's why it's that way. And it's like, oh, perceiving things are just everywhere. A little bit messy, not super organized. <laughs> I don't know because like but like enough because I feel like with that like the other types like help that out you know what I mean like where yeah. it's not organized it's like chaotic organization like it's all over the place yeah but, like, what'd you say chaotic and chaotic good is oh, that what yeah. it was yeah <laughs> chaotic, good. chaotic good yeah. yeah 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 so I looked at mine because I haven't looked at this in a while and what's funny is it's like I can come off as an extrovert however I hit a point and then I'm like, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, no. And I'm not exactly. I think it's always to a point. Like I thrive off of other people's energy, but like I have to get dragged to the place to get the energy. Like I don't want to hang out with people and then I do. And then I'm like refreshed. I think, I think mine's the opposite where the idea of it sounds great. And then when it's actually happening, I'm like, I actually kind of am ready to go home at like, yeah. like a lot sooner than everyone else is. Cause I'm like, I just want to be in my bed and wind down and go to sleep at like 11. Like that's kind of where okay, mine that is. Was nice. Okay. That was enough. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have to be like super extroverted when I'm at work and then I come home and I'm like, I'm ready to just be alone. Like that's all. Um, I was like reading through mine. <laughs> There's just like, just like funny things. So like one of mine is that I live in like, live in a colorful, sensual world inspired by connections with people and ideas. So it specifically it mentions being inspired by connections with other people, even though like I am an introvert. Um, yeah. And then when it got more in detail about like the quote unquote, I hate this word, sensual world. um it just says that like it just says that like that can be an important part of like my romantic relationships um which it does mention you're already talking about yeah which is weird but i mean like it's not weird because like obviously it's my personality and i'm the same person that took these tests (laughs) wild (laughs) like wow how does it know yeah yeah like it all (laughs) connects to each other um did you kind of look at like the romantic parts of it the work parts of it strengths and weaknesses I can kind of go through mine really fast and what I thought was funny yeah Um, you can so mine kept saying like and I don't think necessarily think this is a specific characteristic that I noticed mine just kept saying that like I there's a point where I don't take criticism well and it like hurts my feelings yeah and I kind of don't know that that is necessarily the most true for me I normally take criticism fairly well like I can be sensitive and I can but like I don't think it's necessarily criticism especially like I can turn off that feelings thing and be a little bit more uh, subjective I guess um so my strengths are I am you listening uh ladies and gentlemen I am charming (laughs) I'm sensitive to others I'm imaginative, passionate, creative, artistic, curious. My weaknesses, <laughs> fiercely independent, mm-hmm. unpredictable, mm-hmm. easily stressed, mm-hmm. over competitive, mm-hmm. and fluctuating self-esteem. That all checks out. Damn, okay. <laughs> You said that a little too fast for me. <laughs> well, the second you were saying them, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I knew. Yeah. I was and like, yours, oh. 
damn. At least yours sound like positive. Like some of mine do, don't get me wrong, but a lot of mine just sound very aggressive. Your weaknesses? Again, um, both my strengths and weaknesses. Go for Are you it. Ready for this? Yep. Efficient. It, oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Strengths. Efficient, energetic, self-confident, mm-hmm. strong-willed, strategic thinkers, charismatic, and inspiring. Okay. Those are not no, that's not bad. My weakness is <laughs> stubborn and dominant. Mm-hmm. Intolerant. <laughs> impatient. <laughs> arrogant. <laughs> poor handling of emotions. And cold and ruthless. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay. Okay. Let's just go on to the next one. <laughs> Okay, for sure. We're going to skip it. Uh, I'm not saying that all of those are true, but they are to a degree. Anyway, we're going to move on from that. I'll own it. I know who I am. I don't think that... I think, like, some of yours play a little bit more into, like, positive aspects of your personality. Not necessarily that they're... Like, they're not to the extreme that they are negative, I would say, most of them. Well, and I don't... I think I don't always use them to benefit myself. Yeah. Yes. Like I'm the yes. type of person, like I literally recently at work, like someone started talking at the same time as someone else. Yeah. And they're like, okay, oh, you go. And then they try to change it. I literally unmuted myself and I said, no, it, it's their turn to talk real quick. Like I just am very much like a no. Yeah. Like, we're not going to yeah. fucking do that. So like yeah. I would say that I don't always use these in, in a selfish way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, it can be very, um, protective i guess you would say yeah so then i also like just out of curiosity because we were also talking about love languages i looked at like the romantic ones of mine and it's like can be okay with canceled plans and just spending time at home especially if partner is sick or having a bad day uh it's important apparently it's important for my partner to let me know that they value the love and attention i give them which i would have never thought of that yeah. But like, okay, I get it. Like it's it's being like, hey, I know that you're doing this because you care about me and I appreciate it. Like kind of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in actions and not words, which is very true. And then my favorite was can't be shy in public, but alone with partner will take mask off. I'm like, oh ah God. yes. <laughs> like, 2020. Uh, <laughs> both like, your uh, metaphorical and physical mask. Literally both, yes. Metaphorical and physical. Yeah. I was like, oh man. But that's definitely like that's a hundred percent me. Yeah. Uh it just stresses me out. I don't I don't know why, because I answered the questions. Well, it's scary, you know. When you can answer stuff that seems very like mm-hmm general like i don't want to do this that's right and then all of a sudden she's like hey here's all the things that are wrong with you and you have some good things but also here's this it's scary it's like it's a weird form of vulnerableness because it's a computer. it's self-reflecting like, yeah. yeah it's like forcing you to self-reflect <laughs> yeah it is hard so for romantic relationships for commanders um i found this paragraph to be very interesting um So it says, commanders are extremely growth-oriented and will seize any opportunity to improve themselves, listening to and acting on criticisms so long as they are logical ones and always striving to improve their knowledge. At the same time, commanders expect this of their partners, and it is surprising to them that partners don't always share this attitude. Still more surprising to commanders' personalities is others' active efforts to avoid these tense situations. 
<sighs> That's me. That lap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty on the nose, I feel. <laughs> I think that's why you and your partner work out, though, so well, because he is relaxed and can kind of just roll with that, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah. But I, that is me to a T. Like, and I don't even think, I think that crossovers crosses over not just like romantic relationships, but friendships. Mm-hmm like familiar ties like I'm constantly trying to be like okay how can we be more efficient how can we be healthier how can we Mm -hmm. you know continue to thrive and it does stress me out when no one else is like on that page I'm like what's wrong with you like this is important but not Mm -hmm. everyone yours is almost like constant growth and wanting to improve is like the simplest way to put that and when other people don't have that and it's like you almost view that as like people being complacent where it's like, mm, yep. no, I'm just like happy where I am right now. Like they are content. You're seeing it as like complacency almost. And my brain goes, no, no, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> Let's work through this. Let's be real. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're pushing people along, you know? Yeah, exactly. You're just I wanting to them to be better. You. Yeah, you're just wanting them to be better. That's simply Mother it. Mother knows best. Mother knows best. I can't think of how the rest of that song goes from Tangled, you know? Yeah, but at least you know. it was tangled because the beat was wrong. So I was like, oh, does she? Sorry, I got there. I got there. I liked it. So my workplace habits, I yeah. feel, are like, hey, you have ADD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but like, <laughs> so like mine literally is like, life is too short to uh, for us to be boring ourselves it said I should do like freelance consulting or organizing events because it like is short time like things that like I get to move on to something new um I don't like to be controlled I hate being micromanaged Hmm. um I'm an adaptable and eager learner passionate problem solver um I'm not a domineering type so sometimes I can have trouble being like in a management position because I don't like controlling others or disciplining but I am a great listener and I can find ways to motivate the people that I'm overseeing. So like, and I do find that to be very true. And that's something I wanted to bring up with this. Um, I, and I'm also a person that will like dig into the work alongside that the people that are working for me. I think Mm -hmm. that honestly, your Myers-Briggs. Yeah. It can be like, obviously the romantic relationship thing was pretty spot on and like knowing your own personality. It helps me know the people that are working for me so much more. Yeah. Like, to a point of, like, okay, I understand you're not good at this thing, but I know you will be good at this other thing. And it's not so that, like, you you're not. do you make your employees? I have, I have asked people to do it before. Honestly, like, I've thought about putting mine on, like, my resume, and I think everyone should. <laughs> because yeah. it's, it's one of those things where, like, it's not necessarily that there's any person. Yes, there are personality types that will gravitate more towards certain things because of the way that their brain works and they'll be better at certain things. However, at an entry level job where it's like you're just getting there to get experience and you're kind of there just to make a paycheck, anyone can apply, anyone can do it. But if you can find a way to motivate people in an effective way or find tasks that they will be particularly good at that no one else is good at, that's like the best 
part of it. Like if you can find something that's creative that you're like, okay, you're not great at the sales part because you're having trouble connecting people, but you're really creative. Let's have you do the social media and marketing stuff. Perfect. Yeah. So like, I think, I mean, I don't know why more, more big businesses aren't like, Hey, put your Myers-Briggs here. But I think like that, I think personality types and specifically like this one, I'm sure there's other ones that are easier that it's not such, because like, again, 16 personalities, that's a wide range, but it does help to like read over it and be like, okay, yeah, I understand like where this person could be doing this thing. Like I know when I was in school, I had to do the colors one. Mm, And that one definitely helps too, because there's only so there's only like what, five or six colors and it helps you to be like, oh, they're blue. So I need to talk to them in this way or like whatever. I don't know. I just feel like even as somebody that hires people that like, it's like a very entry level sales job, obviously. And they're making not like crazy money or like a salary. Like it's more enjoyable for them. If you can figure out what motivates them for sure and tasks for them. But especially if somebody's not competitive, <laughs> like if somebody's not competitive, it is harder to motivate them in my mind, but it's because I'm competitive. Mm-hmm. So it's Whereas like, like somebody, yeah. yes. So somebody else might be like, well, I just like when you say that I'm doing a good job, if I'm doing a good job at something and they're not necessarily competitive for like a sales goal or any kind of goal, it is yeah. hard. Cause I'm like, ah, I don't know like how to get you to do what I'm asking you to do. But then it's like, Oh, you're doing a really good job at that specific thing that you did this specific way. Let's keep doing that. But yeah, I just think, I think this is this specific one helps you understand yourself more, but I think for employees or when you're working with other people can help you. I don't necessarily, like, I think the romantic part, maybe, could help your partner but also probably not right that's some i feel like if i read that to anybody they'd be like well yeah that's who you are as a person you know yeah no no i agree i think i think you get a lot more honestly from like enneagrams and love languages when it comes to partners Mm -hmm. as opposed to this i think this is kind of it is a little bit more like it's it's still informative on all these different levels but it still kind Uh of has this like more formal feel to it Mm -hmm. whereas like Enneagram, uh, yeah, Enneagrams and love languages are more personal and more like deeply rooted. Like this is why they're this way or this is what, yeah. you know, so I, I feel like it's more intimate than this is. Mm-hmm. So I'd agree I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think like the Myers-Briggs is more personal for self-reflection. And if like more like businessy relationships more than like mm-hmm. your friendships or like partners. I mean, I feel like most things you read in here, your friends and your partners are like, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> well, that's why I feel com- comfortable like being vulnerable with this because, like, everything I've said for the most part is like stuff that if you just knew my type, you could look yeah. this up and you would uh-huh. know. Like, there's yeah. no secretiveness no. about this. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to head uh, to Enneagrams now? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go. Oh, goodness gracious. I feel like we're just sharing everything about ourselves in a weird yeah, way, feel, though. I feel very exposed. All right. Finally, we are to our last personality test, which is Enneagrams. And I honestly feel like they're like the trendiest new, like fun one to do, don't you? Yeah, no, for sure. Cause it's like, oh, there's like 8,000 Instagrams of like, here's your Enneagram type and what uh, latte you would be at Starbucks. Or what TV show character you are. Or- yeah. There's just like so many, like I know the personality type or the 
Myers-Briggs one has been around forever. And like, obviously there's different um, people that you would be linked to, but I just feel like this is like a newer trendy. I'm going to start off explaining what each type is. Um, If you are interested, we're going to put in our bio um, links to these. So you can take them yourself if you haven't already. Uh, You know, they're pretty popular right now, but uh, first and foremost, okay. Type one, that's the perfectionist. Perfectionists are realists, um, conscientious, and dis- are in principled. They strive to live up to their high ideals. Type two is the helper. Helpers are warm, concerned, nurturing, and sensitive to other people's needs. Three is the achiever. Achievers are energetic, optimistic, self-assured, and goal-oriented. Four is the romantic. Romantics have sensitive feelings and are warm and perceptive. That was very short compared to all the other ones. Mm -hmm, It was. Type five, the observer. The observer needs or have a need for knowledge and are introverted, curious, analytical, and insightful. Type six is the questioner. Questioners are responsible, trustworthy, and value loyalty to family, friends, groups, and causes. Their personality range broadly from reserved and timid outspoken and confrontive type seven is the adventurer adventurers are energetic lively and optimistic they want to contribute to the world that's beautiful type eight the asserter asserters are direct self-reliant self-confident and protective that's me um and then type nine the peacemaker peacemakers are receptive good-natured and supportive they seek union with others in the world around them. What's really funny is that the one you're like, that's beautiful. That's actually mine. <laughs> <laughs> I just find you beautiful. Thank you. Which is also funny. I'm a type seven and you described it as the adventurer. And that's what my Myers-Briggs title is too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Which I thought type eight was commander, but it's asserter. Asserter. Interesting. Yeah, so these ones are interesting because you'll have like a main type and then a winged type, and I don't mm-hmm. exactly know that specific definition. It's basically like kind of your second personality or like characteristics that you also can strongly identify with. Um, but these ones, I think, are the ones that like I read and I get a little scared because they're very in-depth. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, there is a website that I like take the test on and it Mm -hmm. literally is like how to get along with me what I like about it what's hard being about it them as children them as parents and it it just like yep calls you all the way out Mm -hmm. yeah mine yeah again mine goes you have ADD (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's like literally what mine is every time I swear I'm just like ugh um I mean, mine, mine is aggressive. <laughs> I mean, yeah, here we are. Mine just basically is like optimistic, upbeat, curious. Mine says curious, sparkling eyes, childlike enthusiasm and energy. Many ongoing professional and creative projects. Um, a wide range of interests. It basically is just like you cannot focus on anything. You're going to do a lot of things <laughs> because you you have the ability to not focus on any one thing. Yo, this is a lot is what we yeah. do. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's exactly like my freaking Myers-Briggs. It's again, I shouldn't be surprised because I took one person took both those tests. 
Yeah, so they're like, going to coincide even a little bit. Obviously. Um, what it, What is your, like, eight, if you could give, like, a basic descriptor of it? Um, so, also, real quick, before I get this started, um, I'm, again, free promo for a podcast. Um, there's a podcast by the singer of um, Sleep at Last. He does a whole drawn out explanation of all of these types. Um, it's very beautiful with it because he's an artist and a musician. He makes a song that is perfect for these types. And everything about to the lyrics, to the sounds in the background are all based off of. So like, for example, for eight, he did um, the, some of the background noises are things he consulted type eights in his life. And they were like, what sound would you associate? with your type or like what sound do you find mm-hmm. whatever value whatever and then he incorporated it into it so it, that's another thing that i would utilize if you want to see more in depth i actually listen to all of them because again I, like i said i think it's really important to kind of understand why people are the way that they are um mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to because like this is my favorite thing to say but um you know more times than not when people are you know, rude or, or any type of reaction they give you, it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with you and everything to do with who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. And the more you can understand that, the better you are at, you know, receiving it and then also like doing something with it. Yeah. For However, sure. back to me, um, <laughs> type eights. Um, I mean, I don't know, literally it's self-confident, strong, assertive, protective, resourceful, straight talking and decisive, but also can be egocentric and domineering. So much like my other ones, yeah. But what I learned from that podcast is like as aggressive as it sounds, like there's definitely some really big motivators um, with this, uh, you know, some positives. It's not necessarily all scary bad. Also, this website does say that, like I said before, um, Donald Trump is a type (laughs) eight. Okay, wait, pause. I just looked at mine and mine says, Type seven, Joe Biden. <gasps> ew, I ew. Keep that in, but I'm furious. I kid, you not. I kid you not. That's what mine says. It also says Sarah Palin, but like Joe Biden. <laughs> mine also says Fidel Castro. <laughs> but Gandhi. I mean, he ain't oh, problematic, but also Saddam Hussein. But, but also no. Pablo Picasso. So it's like but whatever. Also- <laughs> Aretha Jeez. <laughs> Who else do I have? Elton John, Mick Jagger, Fergie, Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears, which is funny because Britney Spears also has the same Myers-Briggs as me, which, duh, like, again, it's personalities, you know. Uh, the, Dal- the 14th Dalai Lama, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, Amelia Earhart, some fun people. I have Dr. Phil, Rosie O'Donnell, Barbara oh Walters, God. Tommy Lee Jones, Clint Eastwood, am, oh my God. Russell oh. Crowe, Susan Sarandon, Sean Penn. I have Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, Bruce Willis, Robert Downey Jr., James Franco. We get it. Leonardo I'm a Capra. bunch of dictators and you're a bunch of fun people. <laughs> wow. Oh, also, Simon I, Cowell. I, I, okay, but I have Jack Black. Queen Latifah and Courtney Love. So back the fuck off. <laughs> I 
insane. I was just reading all the time. Sorry, I'm just, I'm, I feel very attacked. Oh, Ernest Hemingway's on here too. It's just, it says something when there's a lot of dictators, including Donald yeah. Trump, um, listed mm-hmm. as your type. Um, yeah. You get a little nervous. You, you start to kind of feel like something. Mm-hmm. But there's also good Serena Williams, a queen. Yeah. Literal queen, queen Latifah. There's, there's some good people on here. So I just got to keep reminding my. That. For sure. I think the interesting part about Enneagrams too is like, okay, so mine, it says like random things. They'll be like, oh, they, they tend to climb the corporate ladder fairly easily and become a favorite in the lunchroom. Uh, they have an infinite number of topics to talk about. Their natural charisma draws in even the shyest of individuals, blah, blah, blah. But then it also goes like, what is a seven like at their best? What is a seven like mm. when it's like average? What is a seven yeah. like when they're unhealthy? And I think like mine says like at average I become like an adrenaline junkie because like I need a little bit of chaos to like wake me up or something I don't know it's like kind of the the easier way of like saying that like um like I have a lot of yeah it says like I have a lot of energy that's scattered so I need to like have all of this energy focused for a minute isn't that like it's like a weird way to think of that but it's like oh i have all this energy pent up but i'm gonna go skydiving to just kind of get it all out at one time and then i'll feel better but again i buy flights to random places i'm like i'm gonna leave and that's just what my life has always been and i go and i come back and it's fine um at unhealthy i can find my new issues with others become extremely irritating um, everything suddenly becomes a nuisance. They become overwhelmed and a little bit narcissistic in their actions. Uh, they feel like they're never fully understood or they're truly seeking out something in life that is not achievable. But that's what I think Enneagrams are particularly useful for is that, again, I think this one's more self-reflection than anything because it's not necessarily something you'd give to your partner like better understand me or like give to your workplace and be like i mean you could give this to your workplace yeah it is going like okay this thing that i do when i'm sad is part of is connected to this other thing Mm -hmm. which is interesting to me of like oh well i get super annoyed with people and don't want to be around them when i'm irritated because of this this and this i don't know I feel like this one just looks at those things differently. Well, and what's interesting with mine is, um, so it, depending on where I take this test, I, I actually will fluctuate. So I'm not mm-hmm. always an eight. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I'm an eight because I, I know myself as a person, yeah. but like there's times where I'll take this, t- this test and I am a, um, a type six. Okay. Which I I can see that as well. That's the the questioner, the person Mm -hmm. that (laughs) values loyalty and can be outspoken and um, can be confrontive. So Mm -hmm. um, confrontate. Oh my god. I mean, confrontational. Different word. The word stares at me. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, no, I I think it's really interesting because it kind of will almost duck in and out of like where I'm at. Like it is self-reflection. It's like, okay, if Mm -hmm. I'm being more of a six, like where's my head at? How can Mm -hmm. I get back on the path of an eight or or what have you? So for mine, um, some of my healthy and unhealthy things I'm not even going to get into. (laughs) Um, Okay. But because they all sound so, again, this podcast. No, it's fine. I need you all to listen to it so I can feel better because (laughs) 
it sounds so aggressive, but like there really is. Um, they I stand mean, up mine, for what they need and want. They yeah. have a can-do attitude and passionate inner drive. So like, there's good things, but then it also says stuff like, um, oh, want to impose their will and vision on everything, not seeing others as equal or treating them with respect. Ooh. Like that's a little, little bit rough. A little bit, yeah, that is. I mean. But- I mean, also, obviously, with any personality test, nothing is 100% accurate or not accurate. It also is, like, to varying degrees. Like, yeah, maybe at, like, your worst worst, something like that is true, but then maybe not. At, like, your average worst, right? Um, yeah. Well, my, it's funny. My, like, second one is the achiever, and it just basically is, like, uh, if you have a challenge or some sort of competition, that will help focus you, which is just, like, okay, yeah, like, I am a little bit all over the place, a little bit flighty, a little bit uh, unfocused at times, but it's like, ah, give her something to like win a prize for and like she'll work hard for it basically. Um, But yeah, I think these ones are more of like self-reflective. It's like, okay, here's what motivates you, but here's also your characteristics when you are at your highest energy, when you're at your like kind of middle ground, when you're at your lowest and like here's things to help you get back to those places. So I would say... Love language, obviously, for your partner or for your friends. Myers-Briggs, more for, like, a work environment or to know yourself a little bit more. I really think the Enneagram is for you, though. Yeah. Like, it is definitely one where it's like, oh, yeah, that definitely is me. And I know I've seen, like, those little goofy Instagram graphics of, like, how to love your eight. How to mm-hmm. – <laughs> a gifts to get for your eight person. Um, which is, is helpful because, I mean, it's kind of funny because, yeah, it's based off their personality, but it is something maybe they would generally like. But – yeah. I definitely think this one is more for you, more for your own reflecting, more for like, okay, well, why do I react to these certain things this way? Or there maybe there's a reason that I do these things. But yeah, do you have anything else you want to add about your Enneagram? Uh, not really. Okay, I mean, no. I think like, like I've said, I, I think that there's some, it's not always so self-centered. Like I feel when you hear aggressive, it can appear that way, but it, I think mm-hmm. A lot of the times, like, eights are just misunderstood as, like, these aggressive bulls when mm-hmm. it's really, I would say, more like a mama bear, like, don't yeah. fuck with me and don't fuck mm-hmm. with the people I care about. Oh, so, absolutely. I think, yeah, yeah, I think it's more of, like, a protective thing than it is like you aren't going out of your way to start a fight with someone you are protecting the people that you believe in and that you value and you're protecting groups that maybe like aren't able to or need other people to help protect them or stand up for them or give them a voice I don't think that it's like oh I'm starting a fight for no reason it's like this has a purpose and this has a bigger meaning and that's why I believe in it and why I'll be vocal about it Mm -hmm. um that's more of what I think it is. And unfortunately, like even the people that you mentioned that like weren't necessarily the best people, that is exactly what they did. They believed in something and they were just willing to be vocal about it and like stick up for it, you know, for good, better or for worse. You know what I'm saying though? It's like for better or for yeah, worse, no. they were willing to like find something they believed in and stick up for it. And that's kind of, I think the underlying thing of like an eight and your, uh, what was the name of your Myers-Briggs, whatever that was too. Like those are both ENTJ. things. Yeah. yeah, you're ENTJ. Those are both like, okay, I believe in something. And if I do, I'm willing to fight for it, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you for making me. Thank you for those words of affirmation. Marissa. You are so welcome. We are really I circling really back. That. We're we really are. circling back to the beginning. But yeah, I think these are all kind of different personality tests that you can take, that you can have your friends take. I mean, I don't know why I've taken so many. I guess I do. I was in residence life in college. <laughs> 
yeah. I took a lot of personality tests today. Like, you really need to self-reflect on how you interact with other people. And I'm like, but do I? Because I don't know. Like, I think I got it under control. I think I got it under control. Yeah, but they're kind of fun. They're kind of fun to take with other people and be like, well, what's your Enneagram? And it's it's funny because you will find that you kind of surround yourself with certain numbers sometimes yeah yes I feel like for some reason I'm the outlier in my friend group though (laughs) no no you're not someone I usually (laughs) you're not someone I usually surround myself just like my freaking Hogwarts house right now everybody's like um what (laughs) like we are very confused I don't understand I'm like me neither I don't know myself hello goodbye (laughs) um I honestly recommend that everyone take an Enneagram test. It's like, it's a pretty laid back one. It doesn't take super long, but also I think it is the most personally reflective for yourself. If you're in a relationship or want to better understand like how you receive or give love, definitely the love language one, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think for work situations, the Myers-Briggs one's interesting. Um, I think like it kind of, I mean, yeah, my strengths and weaknesses were pretty reflective, but I think the work environment one was the one that I like found the most interesting because it's the most different from the other ones. But well, and the ones like the best utilized, I feel like yeah. you in the position that you're in at work, mm-hmm. you can kind of see how you can differ as a leader and what you need to work on because people are kind of watching what you do and, and yeah. how you react. Um, Certainly. Yeah, no, I agree with RT to everything you just said. Um, but I will say I was telling Marissa, um, on the Enneagram Institute website, you can compare like types together. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it'll say like what they bring to the relationship, where the trouble spots are. And there was a sentence in here that I really wanted to read that I feel like very much encompasses. Oh God. (laughs) Um, it's talking about the trouble spots and issues. Um, so it's talking about how both of our types can be, um, Verbally crude and insulting. Uh, and it's, But it says, this is my favorite part. The problem is, however, that both types tend to be addicted to excitement and the adrenaline rush of reckless behavior. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. That makes us sound like, honestly, a little bit more exciting than we are. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like very um, Vanessa Hutchins and Spring Breakers right now. Yep. And riffraff yeah. is just like driving the car that we're riding in is the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, it's riffraff <laughs> and then an eight and the seven in the backseat. Just straight up crew. Okay, that's the that's the album cover. I'm going to make it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Please do. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. Take a personality test. Yeah. Make tell us what you friend. are because I'm very curious. The people <sighs> who have been sticking around and like listening yes. to us regularly. Yes. Let us know because I'm curious yes. if we attract a certain type of <gasps> Myers Briggs. Or... Oh my gosh, I want to make a Google form and just have people answer it. Let's <laughs> do like, it because that's Myers-Briggs. anonymous. And I feel like if there's some weird girl that didn't like me in high school that's like an <gasps> avid listener, yeah. I still want to know what's up with you. Yeah, we'll just like literally put like, do you listen to the podcast? Yes. And that's the only answer. And then be like, what's your Enneagram? And then you just fill in the answer and then that's it. Yes. Okay, we're that's doing it. it. Everyone Google look out form. for it. In the description, in the Instagram, we'll figure it out. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. I want to know. I hope there's those sevens. I don't know. I just hope there's those sevens. I'm going to guess twos, though. Let's be real. Oh, twos. Yeah, probably twos. (laughs) But nothing wrong with twos. We love twos. No, no, no. Our producer is a two. 
love him to death joey he has to edit this and i'm so sorry <laughs> but you're welcome <sighs> yeah but you're welcome you get to listen to all of our rambling that you're gonna have to cut out i apologize all right Liz, do you have anything to add before we wrap this up no, I think we are good. That was a lot. That was a lot of vulnerability. Yes, we talked about ourselves for a really long time. I basically said, here are all the red flags as to why you should never date me. Um, and I, I said, I'm <laughs> aggressive. Please don't come near me unless you want to fight. If you ever need someone to back you up in a bar fight, Liz is your girl, is what we're saying. And Mara can attest to that. So Yep, I can. I definitely can. I have got to experience <laughs> that firsthand. <laughs> oh goodness all right well that's all we have for this week um wash your hands wear your mask and also make your friends take a personality test so you can better understand why they're yelling at someone in a bar all Mm -hmm. right have a great weekend have a oh happy october everyone oh yes the spookiest time of all i hope the serotonin is just overflow oh deed on serotonin right now serotonin and hog a pumpkin this month all right everybody have a great weekend we will talk to you soon goodbye goodbye